Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. CZ Binance is a highly influential person. So, it's not surprising that when he speaks, the crypto world listens. In today's call, we're going to look at CZ Binance's urgent warnings for the year of 2023 to make sure me, you and all of us are prepared for them. We're also going to use on-chain analytics to deep dive into some of the FUD around Binance right now. This includes risks of collapse. So let's separate the facts from the fiction together today. Let us begin with a quick look at the cryptocurrency market charts. BTC is trading still in a good place. I repeat, it is still in a good place. I know it is down slightly on the 24 hour and this has caused a lot of nervousness apparently in the cryptocurrency markets, but do remember where we've come from. We are still significantly higher in the one week. Do not fall for this trap where when something is pumping, if there's even a slight percentage decrease, you think that all hope is gone. It might be the case that BTC goes down, but this 24 hour movement alone is not enough to suggest that. Elsewhere in the market, Ethereum continues this trend of underperforming versus BTC. What does that mean? It means that whilst BTC is down 1% on the 24-hour, Ethereum is down disproportionately around 5% on the 24-hour. Some altcoins continue to fight the good fight, printing double-digit gains on the 24-hour. But overall, the mood in the altcoin markets is sour. So we understand the charts, we're ready to deep dive into the Binance FUD and then the CZ Binance predictions. So what am I talking about when I say the Binance FUD? I'm referring to the fact that since FTX's collapse, there has been speculation that other exchanges may suffer a similar fate. So today we're going to use on-chain analytics to separate the facts from the fictions and to tangibly draw out what you as an investor or trader should do in light of all this Binance thud and mess. Let's begin by looking at stablecoin exchange flow. This will allow us to consider the market sentiment towards centralized exchanges. To do so, we can assess the net inflow and outflow of stablecoins from exchanges. What does this reveal? Well, we can see since the 7th of October, over $10 billion of stablecoins, or 25% of the total exchange balance, has been withdrawn from exchanges. Whilst the momentum of withdrawals appeared to slow in early January, we have now seen 10 consecutive days of net withdrawals totaling over $2 billion. So what to make of all this? Well, the exodus of capital from exchanges shows no sign of slowing down. Now, that's the big picture view. Why don't we now take a look at the exchanges that have been most affected over the past week? So taking a look at specific exchange withdrawals in the context of this whole call, everything we've said so far, probably doesn't come as a huge surprise that Binance is in first place. Binance has seen the most withdrawals in absolute terms at over $1 billion. However, when combined, Coinbase and Coinbase Custody have seen a combined net outflow of $1.1 billion. This represents a significant proportion of their stablecoin balances. Most of Coinbase's activity has been with Circle, the issuer of USDC. Therefore, whilst it is not an immediate cause for concern, the question remains why such a significant amount of activity is occurring between the two. And 
In a similar boat here, Crypto.com has seen 12% of its total stablecoin supply withdrawn. So we've done the big picture, we've looked at Binance compared to a few of the other big crypto exchanges. Now let's deep dive into Binance's particular situation. Specifically, let's take a look at Binance's portfolio or their net assets, their exchange reserves. This will allow us to determine whether in light of the withdrawals, in light of the activity, we ought to be concerned about Binance's overall financial position and health. Last time we discussed Binance's portfolio together was on the 21st of December. If you are a regular listener and a very observant one at that, you may remember that on the 21st of December, Binance's reserves was $55 billion. The current total is over $65 billion, representing a $10 billion increase. So what does this mean? Despite stablecoin withdrawals, the increase has been driven by increased prices in the crypto market. Their on-chain position therefore remains strong, albeit we're only looking at one piece of the puzzle here. We are looking at assets without liabilities. So we're looking at uh, cash, if you like, without looking at debt. We don't know if that cash or those assets are enough to cover the liabilities comfortably. So if the assets are looking even better than they did a month ago and the withdrawals match the rate of withdrawals of other exchanges, why is it then that we're seeing this Binance FUD? Well, there remains question marks about Binance, including a recent transaction that transferred user funds to a wallet used for the collateral of Binance PEG tokens. Binance has since reported that this was a mistake, but as you can probably tell, it's a bit of an obscure situation. So let's dive into that a little bit more together now. So it was first Bloomberg actually that released a report yesterday that revealed the world's largest crypto exchange by volume, Binance, inadvertently mixed customer funds with crypto meant to be held as collateral. You can sort of imagine the Bloomberg employees jumping up and down in glee to report badly about cryptocurrency markets. The mistake, disclosed by an anonymous Binance employee, appears to have been caught early and has had no direct impact on customer funds. A Binance cold wallet reserved for collateral storage was found to contain more tokens than necessary to collateralize the corresponding Binance PEG tokens or B tokens. This suggests that the collateral is being combined with customer funds according to a Bloomberg report. The Binance spokesperson said, collateral assets have previously been moved into this wallet in error, ostensibly taking ownership of the erroneous transfer. The same source went on to disclose that Binance is aware of this mistake and is in the process of transferring these assets to dedicated collateral wallets. According to crypto trading advisor Lauren Kissis, the worst case scenario of the foul up could be that Binance holders with funds in the wallet may become unable to withdraw if the amount in the pool falls. But this seems to remain a highly unlikely outcome, even if this event triggers memories of FTX's actions leading up to their collapse. 
No exchange is invulnerable to collapse, and small missteps like these should, though, serve as perpetual reminders that cold storage is always the safest way to store your crypto. On the topic then of steps you can take before we go into CZ's predictions, if you're worried about this FUD, despite what we've done together now in going over the news, dissecting it, and using on-chain analytics to provide a bit of assurance, here's what you can do three steps anyways as a trader and investor just to feel completely comfortable. The first thing is do not store capital on an exchange unless you are actively trading with it. It is becoming increasingly risky to do so in the context of consistent ongoing withdrawals. Number two, build your own on-chain analytics skills. I use on-chain analytics on these calls at least once or twice a week to give you crypto market insight, but in crypto, it is better to trust your own analysis. So learn on-chain analytics so you can verify activity yourself. So you can listen to what we say, and then you can go double check it yourself. Start with blockchain explorers such as Etherscan, and then move on into more advanced platforms like Nansen, which is what we use in these calls. And three, get comfortable with self-custody solutions as an alternative to holding your assets on centralized exchanges. I've spoken to many people who tell me that they know they should self-custody, but it's really difficult to go find out about it to take that first step. To you, I say it is absolutely essential that you just take this first step. Think of it this way. Any initial discomfort with just finding out how to do it, figuring it out yourself, will outweigh discomfort every time you hear articles or fund about centralized exchanges in the future, you'll know that you are protected and safe. So let us now listen to segments from a live interview conducted by Binance with the CEO of Binance himself, CZ. After each segment, we will pause to just dissect what CZ has said a little bit together because he was on a tight schedule in giving his answers. So some of them are maybe a bit short and a bit difficult to fully comprehend. Yeah, I think many of the fear come from the same people that were rooting for specific centralized exchanges that, that have failed. And now they think every other centralized exchange will fail. Um, but understand that you know, businesses are different. E- even businesses in the same industry are different. So one, just because one restaurant fails doesn't mean another, one, another restaurant is, is destined to fail. So I think here, what CZ Binance is saying is that we shouldn't get overly concerned about some of the contagion risk, particularly around exchanges. Of course, there is contagion risk insofar as companies that had exposure to FTX, for example, FTX owed them money, which they obviously now can't pay out. These companies will be impacted or companies that were using FTX, like me and you as customers, they will have their funds stuck on there. These kind of companies are at risk, of course, and we've seen many of them collapse already or file for bankruptcy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that all exchanges are going to collapse, and I think that's what he means by this restaurant analogy. Just because one restaurant fails doesn't mean another will. Each restaurant is built in a different way, it has different management. Just because one has conducted their business in a very bad or arguably fraudulent manner doesn't mean others will. So I do think it's it is an important warning that we shouldn't necessarily presume or say with certainty that every exchange operates like each other or like FTX. Yeah, I think 2023 um, is probably going to be a recovery year. So um, we've seen that, you know, um, in bear markets, a lot of people get shaken out. But the guys who stay, um, they will actually lay the foundations for the next bull run. 
It is a great shame that Binance CZ didn't go into more detail on this point about 2023 being a recovery year and the fact that those who stay shape the foundation of the next bull market. It is very interesting to see history consistently repeat itself. Every time crypto is pumped so far in the few cycles it's had, we've then seen a sharp sell-off which is preceded by a pump which is bigger than all the pumps we've seen previously. This is the same in many different times types of areas of the markets. We see this in stock markets too. We see this in bonds because of the current interest rate ex- environment. Markets go up, then they go down. There's the people who think that the market is doomed and then they miss out in the next bull run. And then there's the ones who just understand how market cycles work. If you don't want to kick yourself in the next bull run, try to just read up a bit about market cycles and understand that up only is not the way many things perform. There is such a thing as gravity in the markets as well there's warmer way warmer than the last one the uh, the bottom of the last one is like three thousand us dollars and this winter the bottom is like you know uh sixteen thousand dollars which is still like you know four five six x improvement the winter's getting warmer point is a kind of extension i believe of the previous point that 2023 is going to be a recovery year and shows maybe that cz is saying that in general the overall trend in the cryptocurrency markets is up so we're seeing that overall after each cycle btc and the crypto markets then go on to perform even better so the winters are getting warmer the lower points of the cryptocurrency markets are happening at higher and higher price levels. I think we're seeing a number of other use cases instead of just trading. Um, You know, NFTs are are, are getting traction. DeFi is getting getting traction. Payments are getting traction. Um, uh, Remittances are getting traction. Um, So uh, all of those use cases, I think, will continue to build into 2023. Um, Finally, this is a great point. The number of use cases like NFTs and DeFi are building are expanding we report on this all the time at market meditations the fact that there are projects right now that are doing well just yesterday we mentioned ai tokens and how that technological revolution stands to benefit and excel cryptocurrency nfts continue to develop we report using on-chain analytics regularly about developments in nfts and overall if we take all these things together the fact that exchanges are not all the same that 2023 is going to be a recovery year that winters are getting warmer and that growth and development continues in the area i think cz binance is warning us here that to say that crypto markets are doomed is to really out on a lot of the exciting developments that are happening right now and the future trajectory of these cryptocurrency markets. And listen, all of this is just my take on Binance using our team's on-chain analytics, my interpretations of what CZ is saying himself. None of this is, of course, true with 100% certainty. It is just our take. I do these calls every day and I will catch you tomorrow for more exciting updates.